so many of us are trying to do new shiny things. If we just take an aerial view of what really matters, you know, there's some pretty basic tools, the phone, Facebook, Instagram, face-to-face -face meetings that really are what most people make their money from. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Welcome to another amazing Agent Power Huddle. I feel like every time, Will, I say that, like, I'm hyping it up, but usually I, I am legitimately excited. But today, today I get the pleasure of uh, uh, interviewing uh, one of someone who's become a, a pretty good friend in real estate, and who also happens to know a ridiculous amount about nurturing your past clients in sphere. Is that a, is that a safe uh, introduction for you, Will? I uh, I would say so because our sphere is our, as they say, the currency of our business. So I've gotten pretty good at keeping my arms around them. I love it. So uh, let's do this. My name is Jesse Zagorski. I'm the uh, the host this morning. Co-host is Will Penny, a very experienced agent uh, out, out of Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. And his team sells, you know, a couple hundred homes a year. But what's more fascinating than that is that he'd say, and you can verify the statistic, but Will, probably every year, what, like 75% of your business comes from your, your past clients in Sphere? Yeah, at least 70%. I would say 60, 70% to be safe. So, so we're going to let Will dive into how to nurture uh, your past clients this year using Facebook, which I love because it's very, very low cost. Um, the market that, that shifted like a year ago, I'm finding agents that have success are the ones that are really like doubling down on not only the things that are working, but also lower cost strategies that it can still run profitably. Is that, does that kind of tie into everything we're going to talk about today, Will? I would say so, yeah. I mean, so many of us are trying to do new shiny things and we if we just take an aerial view of what really matters, you know, there's some pretty basic tools, the phone, Facebook, Instagram, face-to-face uh, -face meetings that really are what most people make their money from. Yeah. So 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 that's so so where, where do you want to frame this up today? Do you do you have a presentation or do you want me just to fire questions at you? Will's been here a number of times by the way. You can look up his uh, his, his other appearances, but where do you want to start today? I think first, since we want to focus on Facebook specifically, and I, I tend to get off track, so let's just stick with Facebook. So what I did a few years ago, I, um, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time on social media like a lot of people, and I think what the average person now is spending six hours a day or something crazy like that. We wonder why we're so ineffective. We've got like no time left to actually do productive things. But Facebook really, if you go back to like, I mean, I'm old, but like back to the... Uh, the cartoon, the Jetsons, you know, and they had like flying cars and all of that. Imagine if they had. Did you want uh, me to sing the theme song just for fun? Go for it. Meet George Jetson, his boy Elroy. As soon as you said it, anyway. Sorry, I, just, I went there in my head. All right, so, so so we got flying cars. We're in the Jetsons. We got flying cars, but imagine if we had an interactive platform where we could pretty much deal with everyone we know live in live real time, uh, and be able to interact with them throughout the day and there's no cost to it. I mean, that's like something out of the Jetsons and we have that with Facebook. And I never thought of it like that, but it's pretty wild actually when you think of it, it's become such just, it's almost like a basic utility at this point. It's just a given in our society. In fact, you're right, it is like Jetsons. Facebook stuff. is considered a utility because during COVID, 
people were using Facebook. I mean, there were a couple of basic tools that allowed us to thrive during COVID. I mean, you had Microsoft Teams, Google Meet, um, obviously Zoom that we're on right now. That allowed business to thrive, but people were interacting and staying in touch with their families, predominantly with Facebook, um, by posting and reacting and Messenger and all of that. And it really, I mean, I've got some statistics that are current. As of the third quarter of this year, there's 3 billion, 3.08, excuse me, 3.048 billion average monthly users on Facebook. And what what is there, like 7 billion people in the world? So, so, so when they say that people are not using Facebook anymore, clearly someone is using Facebook. It's the number, it's still the number one platform. Okay. And, and, and I know I mean, you might be getting here, you're already getting here, but I, my guess is depending on the agent who's watching this, the demographic of who they're client bases, some of them may use Facebook more heavily versus other platforms, but who do you find, like, is there a certain demographic age range that, that you tend to interact with more on Facebook than others? 30 and up. Yeah. And, and I would just venture a guess, and I don't have the stats in front of me, I'd have to look them up, but Facebook is probably a, uh, probably the number one social platform around baby boomers. I, I'm just oh, guessing, absolutely. I think I've seen that stat, but... Yeah, and if you look at what the average, um, the average home buyer is what? 50 or something like that now, 40 something, you know, they're all on Facebook. Yeah, and there's, there's, I mean, I'm not saying to ignore millennials or, or, or Gen Z or anybody else, but the, the things we talk about often is what's causing people, the, what's causing people to move in this market. There's a life change, birth, death, divorce, job transfer and downsizing, right? So, so if you're targeting one of those, I just think put that in your mind as Will's describing this. Okay. So we've got, yeah, and you can, and you can well, see what, you can see what they're doing on Facebook too. I mean, as those events are happening, you can generally witness them. So 1.8 billion people are in Facebook groups, which I thought is pretty wild. 51.4% of the entire American population uses Facebook. Wow. Um, 400 million people are in groups that they find meaningful, which is amazing. Um, and 50% of Facebook users already are in five or four, excuse me, five or more uh, Facebook groups. Facebook groups became really popular uh, in 2020 when people couldn't do anything. They couldn't hang out with their friends. And you you think about um, people that have hobbies and they go to meetings and whether it's crochet or uh, s some kind of psychological support, they weren't able to do that face-to-face -face during 2020 and part of 2021, right? So what happened was we develop habits and then we stick with them. And so what happened in 2020, Facebook groups really took off. The only time Facebook's really ever advertised on television is to promote, to promote their groups. And they did that in 2020 and 2021 because they were like kayaking groups, Porsche 911 groups, um, stamp collecting groups. I mean, there's <laughs> nurses, every type of nursing, real estate. Think of all the real estate groups we're at, right? So... What I did is at the end of, I, I noticed some statistics that started changing in 2019. Business pages are for broadcasting and Facebook started, um, they had that lovely little boost post button that, uh, that became popular in like 2018. Before then, you could put everything on a business page and most of your client or most of your Facebook friends would see it. That's all changed. The Average reach of a business page now is 0.08%. <clears throat> okay. So basically you're putting it on a billboard that's facing away from the road. 
Now, the reason we should continue having business pages and posting sales and that sort of stuff on there is because when, when someone reaches out to you to talk to you about buying or selling a home, generally speaking, they're going to Google you or they're going to look you up on social media. So if they look for you on Facebook and they see that you have a business page that is current and you're posting current sales um, and other things related to your business, that's the main reason for it. It's more like a website now. Uh, it's like, like, so I, I didn't think of that. So your business page is more like a digital business card. Uh-huh. Or a website, right? So and, 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 can we go so far as to, sorry, well, can we go so far as to say this though? If someone has a Facebook business page and they're no longer updating it, are they better just to like delete it versus like leaving a page that's dated from two, three years ago at this point? Well, if, if you were looking for somebody, a professional on Facebook, a realtor, um, and you saw that they hadn't posted sales for two to three years, you're either going to think that they're lazy, overwhelmed, or they don't sell any houses. Yep. So, so that's, that's my opinion on it. We still post all of our sales, but we get no business from our business page whatsoever. Where a lot of other um, people make mistakes, specifically real estate agents, because that's who we're dealing with, and we are both real estate agents, is they try to use their personal page for business. And the problem with that um, is that Facebook wants to keep people on the platform. And in 2018, they changed their algorithm so that they wanted to make it more like red, like who you'd really deal with in real life, right? If we walk through a mall or we walk through a school or we walk to, through business, through a business, there's gonna be people we like and we don't like, and we're gonna talk to some and we don't talk to others. Facebook for a long time would put the people that we even don't like if they were our Facebook friends. Because for a long time, like early on, the way we built up our friend group was that we just accept friend friendships from like people we went to high school with, people in the past. And then we quickly realized why we didn't like them in high school. You know, nothing's changed, right? But then we were forced to continue to see their dribble on Facebook, whether it's boasting or political stuff or heavy religious stuff, whatever it is, there's always going to be people that are completely repelled by that. So if you're using that for your business, um, Facebook has already fixed that problem. Your stuff just won't show up. So because they want it to feel like regular relationships. So that's why you notice that you're only going to see posts from certain people. It's whoever you engage with, you like their posts, you reach out to them, they comment on your posts. It's not just hitting the like button. They, they realize very quickly who you're actually interacting with, like a real friend. And then all of the other ones are sort of pushed away. And every once in a while, you'll see people that'll post things like, I just figured out how to see my posts and click this button and copy this. None of that works. I mean, the algorithm is designed to make our relationships on Facebook feel real so that we're seeing the people that we truly care about. Does that make sense? It absolutely makes sense. So if you're thinking then if the business page is for broadcasting and your personal page, they they really wanna see you do like normal stuff and not just keep posting listings there and talking about your business. Now, you can you can set up a professional page like a, like a celebrity would or an influencer would, and that's different. But on your regular personal page, you need to be careful on what you're posting. So then the third one is the group, right? So I realized in 2020, actually end of 2019, I realized, and this is how you and I met, Jesse, um, in 2021, I realized that the Facebook group's the place to go. So 
Basically, you can create a community on Facebook group on Facebook for free in a group and think of all the groups that you're currently in. Facebook encourages people joining groups and they encourage group owners because the average person in the United States stays on Facebook 33 minutes a day. 33 minutes a day, right? Um, so they know that if you can if you're a part of a group that you uh, feel, is important to you, then you're going to stay on Facebook longer. Like I'm in a couple of running groups, real estate groups. Um, that's about it for me. But think about all the groups that everybody is in, and they're usually in them because they have common interests. A hundred percent. And when I look at my feed, I noticed, because you're actually one who pointed this out to me a little while ago, when I look at just my normal news feed, I'd see a good majority of posts are posts coming out of groups now. Right. Like, like I'm not I'm, like I'm seeing like some individuals, but a lot of like in posts from people I know, but they're posting from people I know inside of groups I go to a lot. Right. So what I decided to do is on my head, I started to use Facebook like a CRM. I started thinking about the Jetsons thing again. This is a fabulous tool that we can use. Seventy five percent of the people we know are already on Facebook. So I started creating a process. I created a Facebook group. I called it Penny Real Estate Friends and Family at the time. And I started inviting all my past clients, um, everyone I know into it, because I realized that nothing's changed, by the way. Facebook encourages engagement on groups. They're, they don't put up, the, they don't put up the, the, the filters to stop you from engaging. And they even will notify you in your notifications that somebody posted to a group. Because they know that if you're part of a group and you're active in it and you don't turn the notifications on, that's going to keep you coming back to Facebook. It'll, uh, if you have the app on your phone, you're going to see the little red circle and you're going to click on it because we be, all become addicted. And you're going to see that somebody posted in a group that you like and you're going to go in there and see what they posted. And that keeps you on the group. That keeps you on Facebook longer so they can show you more ads. Yeah. Courtney just put in the chat box, she said all she sees is group posts, right? Spot on, truly. Like, right. So as realtors, if we open our heads up, you start a friends and family group, you invite your past clients and sphere into it, you post things that are not real estate related. You Think about if you were at a party. Would you talk about home sales, interest rates, that kind of stuff? No, the answer is no. So you think about the things that people want to talk about, and that's the kind of stuff we post. We post things like... Um, Four front, four different types of front door, different types of home design. I, I have it pulled up. Can I pull up? Can I show your site? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I have it here. Where's my window? This one. If you're, by the way, if you're listening to the audio only podcast, just visualize the most exciting Facebook group you've ever seen. As I describe this, all right. Anyway, go. Well, what, what are we looking at, Will? So this is a post. I just picked a random one because you said four things. So yeah, that was but, October twelfth. Um, that was your favorite the, sectional. Right, and we had what? How many comments did we have? Twenty nine comments. And five thumbs up, right? Likes don't mean anything. But okay, so 29 up, like, comments. So, so yeah. you have about a, a thousand people in this group. You had 29 comments. I just want to show some of the, the, the newer ones. This was like, what's your favorite warm beverage to sip on during the holiday season? 14 comments. But then you did something really cool. Uh, this is a funny one. Caption this with the tree, Christmas tree sticking through the roof. The one you just did yesterday, I thought was amazing. What's the one thing your next house will have that your current house doesn't? And you had 19 comments. Right. I feel like you might have just generated 19 potential like new clients here to cause that. Right. No? So we post, um, we'll put, we have a contest once a month. Like we'll have someone guess where something is like a, um, we'll, we'll do a real close up 
photo of, of something and have you guess what it is, and then we'll give away gift cards. But <clears throat> basically, my process with my group, because again, if you're using Facebook, they've only got three products other than Messenger. Um, they've got <clears throat> personal pages, business pages, and groups. They have put, they're all in on groups because they know that we get addicted to things that we like. And you're going to stay on Facebook more often so they can show you more ads if you're connected to something that you like. So that's why groups are popular. I mean, again, 3 billion average users and 400 million people are in groups that they find meaningful. <clears throat> 1.8 billion people use at least one group on Facebook. That's 20% of the world's population. That's wild. So, so Debbie has a question, by the way, if, you, if you're here on the call live, you can always at 8 a.m. Pacific, Monday through Friday, you can jump on agentpowerhuddle.com and just click the button to join now. So those people who are live, I love because they're going to ask questions as we go. You're listening to the recording. Obviously, we'll tell you how to get a hold of Will later. But Debbie, you want to say your question out loud or you typed in the chat box, but say it out loud. Well, I'm not friends with all of my past clients on Facebook. And on your Facebook business page, you have to invite them. Uh, so on the groups, I, from my past experience, you have to have already been friends with them on your personal page in order to invite them to your group. So do you all, do you invite all of your past clients to your Facebook page, your personal one? So what I do, again, I use it like a process. Uh, when I when I meet with new people, I ask them if they're on Facebook. I say, They say yes. I send them a friend request and I say, well, I'm going to invite you into our private group. When you set up a group, you can connect your business page and invite people that you choose to from there. The key thing is in our group, they're only people we know. They're not followers. These are people we know and they've met us before. Um, it's a great team agent retention tool too, because if you have a team, you get your team agents in there, you get them to invite their friends and family into the group. And then you have, you know, you're able to, post and control the content. Um, and then everybody's interacting with everyone. We post, uh, we ask questions like, hey, do you know a current uh, local electrician? We have other people post in the group, um, like our members post in the group. They use it as a community tool. Um, and basically we post four to five days a week and that's what we do. And how I met Jesse is I actually started a business, socialorchard.com, where in 2020, I started helping real estate agents, uh, or 2021 rather. Um, since we started getting so much business, we start, I started helping real estate agents create this because my business coach asked me if I would do a webinar for his coaching clients. Um, and I did that. And at the end of it, they was like, well, how do we get the content? I'm never going to take the time to make the content. So I started bundling up the content that I put in my own group and I sold it for $89 a month. And now we've got about 60 agents. I haven't spent a ton of time on it. We've got about 60 agents that we help, um, you know, with their groups now each month. So it's so funny you say that because Courtney literally asked in the chat box exactly as you were saying that she said, how do you come up with the content for your posts? And so you guys could do this on your own. You don't need social orchard. You just ask non-real estate related things. If you want to do it easily and on autopilot, right? Will batches up all the content for you, load it up to post at certain times. He has step-by-step walkthrough videos on how to, um, you know, add your people, who to add to the group and what to do and how to set it up. Um, I make $0 if you buy his stuff, by the way. I just, I've been friends with Will for a while. And I think it's so cool that like, if you like this idea, it's a easy button. You can push it like, and it works. Yeah. Plus we post to the group for you, but that's the, the key here is 
you you need to look at, at Facebook as a CRM. We're talking about CRMs all the time. You have one in front of you that's 51.4% of the entire American population is already using Facebook. It's a platform that they're currently on. So if you can create a community, it's going to create, there, there's several benefits to having a group. First of all, you're going to be able to have the engagement because you're not going to be um, blocked from people seeing your content. As long as they're in the group and they don't turn the notifications off, then they're going to continue seeing posts in your group. And it's like eyeballs and it's free. But the other thing is when you invite someone into your group and they see that your name or your team name, friends and family group has a hundred people in it or 300 people in it, or in my case, you know, a thousand and ten people in it, it creates social proof around they see other people that like you, that are interacting with you. You can use it as a lead nurturing tool. I, I love that. All right, Debbie's got another question. She said, what about the at everyone tag? Don't they already get the notification of the post? Yeah, keep go ahead, keep using that. And all you're doing is going to get blocked. You keep using the highlight, but keep using the hashtag highlight and the hashtag everyone. That is like the giant, biggest pain in the ass on on Facebook. People hate the at everyone uh, tag. Well, because it's like, like redundant, isn't it? Well, no, at everyone means... You, it is kind of redundant, but on your regular page, if you put at everyone and it brings everyone there, it, that just ticks people off. I mean, most people I know, it just, it's, I see people create reels around it. Tristan creates reels around the don't use the at everyone. And you got to be really careful when you use that at highlight button now, because if it's, if it, it it's very spammy, but as a group, um, People are going to just be notified. You want it to not be salesy. You want it to just be a friend, friendly, safe place where people can see fun, interesting posts each day. It's They're always questions. Um, there's zero pressure, and we have. It's just a community. I was just going to say, it's like it's like you're holding your own cocktail party or happy hour in a very ongoing way. Like if you look at this, I just want to show one more example of something because, like, again, guys, you can do this on your own. This one, Will said, Yorkshire pudding. And that was his answer. And it says, describe a meal or dish from your culture that you absolutely love. 13 people commented. And like, it's not thousands of people, but you're getting the engaged people that like, you don't need a ton. Will does 200 deals a year. 75% of them come from, or 70% of them come from referral. And like this person here, Amy, who said their dish was sauerkraut balls. You could easily DM Amy and be like, I've never heard of that. What is that? Tell me, like start a separate conversation and spark it from there. Right. Like, right. And what I typically do is I'll go in and respond to all the comments. But the other thing that Facebook has in the groups is an engagement tool. So you can go in, you can see uh, when people are most active in your group, what days they're most active, what posts have the most engagement. Here's the wild thing out of my thousand or so members. In the last month, I've had 700 active members. That means, because keep in mind, the vast majority of human beings aren't going to say anything and they're not going to like your posts. That's humans for you. Many a restaurant has gone out of business and they have a huge suggestion box because people aren't going to say, they're not going to save you from yourself and they're not going to um, put a suggestion in to help you, right? People are, a lot of people are quiet. You've either got the real vocal ones, but if you think about, if you got 2000 Facebook friends and you think about like, like even your, 
your wildest posts that you could ever do, like you just got married or, you know, something, you had a baby, you'll get 300 likes. That means 1,800 aren't saying anything. That's wild. And Autumn, if you'll make a note in Gion, I, I have an idea now, Will, because we have our Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. That's funny enough that Courtney's here. We have barely been doing anything in the Agent Power Huddle group other than we just post our podcast. We post some, like, there's a lot of great content in there, but the engagement has dropped off so much and I haven't thought about doing it. Maybe, Will, you can get on a call with me and Gian and we can brainstorm because I looked at our group. We have about 3,000 members in there. We only have 700 active members in the last 30 days. You have the same amount of active members. You only have 1,000 people in your group. So clearly yeah. you're doing something that's working. Well, again, the only thing is I know them all. It's not business and we're not posting anything that asks them for anything, you know? So it, uh, it, it's one of the best, if you think about anything that you're doing, whether it's calling past clients, which we do a lot, we have three or four client events a year. I send out, um, uh, an email with links to things to do, market updates, all of that every two weeks. I mean, I do all of that stuff, but what other thing can you stay in touch and stay top of mind? with, with you, the people that you, that know, like, and trust you four or five days a week. There's nothing, that's the Jetsons part of it. There's no other tool to the, that you can stay in touch four to five days a week. That's actually interactive. This is so cool. All right. We got three minutes left. I did drop, well, the link, I know you're not here to shamelessly self-promote, so I'll do it for you. I dropped the link to your social orchard site. It's just socialorchard.com in case people are like, Dude, I love it. I want you to create content for me. But um, if the so they can go to socialorchard.com. What else do you want to leave people with? We got like three minutes. Is there anything we didn't cover? Anything like I've got one to... uh, one thing that you can quickly do with Facebook. It's called the twenty five 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 five. So every month, pick twenty five people on your friend list that you've had no interaction with. Okay, five minute. Every time you make a post, five minutes before you make that post. Find five of the 25 people, just go in and search for them, write them down at the beginning of the month, then find five people that you haven't interacted with five minutes before you make a post, comment on their most recent post, five words or more. And what that does is it forces you to reach out to people and then you're gonna start seeing more engagement from them. So even if you don't have a group, if you pick 25 people you haven't spoken to, five minutes before you make a post, you comment on five of their posts uh, with five words or more, so it can't just be ha-ha or an emoji, then they're going to be seeing you comment. And then the other thing I do, I always wish everybody a happy birthday and say, have a nice day. And then the people that are I'm, I am more engaged with, I tend to send them private messages. So use, this as a, use Facebook as a CRM. It's right there for you, and it's as of now free. Pretty cool, dude. It is. We've got two minutes left. Uh, and Courtney, questions? by the way, well, yeah, guys, I say, Courtney, if anyone's got questions, Courtney just said she did something like this in 2020 and it works so well. Isn't that funny? We do things and then we stop, we forget. Like, this is why, like, it's it's consistency, right? It's just. Well, again, I, I don't ever have a business plan. We talked about this two weeks ago. I don't use a business plan anymore because it all it does is it tricks me into thinking that I'm some organized person. But what actually matters, you know, I have, I've had many years where I've generated over a million dollars a year in commissions, many years. And it's not because of any fancy stuff. It's because of consistency. If you look at people that are fit, I'm not talking bodybuilders, people are, are fit. 
It's because they tend to exercise three or four days a week for 30 to 45 minutes. They don't go on these big blasts. That's why New Year's resolutions suck because they, people say, I'm going to do this January 1st. They don't do anything to have uh, to get things in place to make sure it happens. And then by the gym is completely empty six weeks in. And it just goes back to this stuff that we're talking about here with work. You know, if you just consistently do a few things, if you look back over my career where I've made a ton of money selling houses, it's not because of any big like mad ru rush. It's just I would try to get an appointment each day. I would call a couple of for sale by owners and try to get a for sale by owner appointment. I would reach out to 10 or 20 clients and talk to them. And I mean, it it's just boring, monotonous stuff that I've done over and over and over and over and over again, day in, day out, week in, week out, month out, month, month in, month out, year in, year out. That's it. And it doesn't have to be much. It has to be a little thing, one thing a day. And that's what I love about this. We'll wrap up with this because this tool using Facebook groups what you just walked us through, it gives a little leverage to the thing you've been doing your whole career. Like it's, well, I think it's brilliant, man. Truly I do. Thank but you for people that I, people that I know that have signed up paying $89 a month, they'll have the group right there. We're posting stuff to the group and they just forget about it. And then they say, oh, I haven't used it in a year. I'm canceling. Well, what else are you not doing in your business? I mean, that's all we're talking about here. I love it, dude. Thank you for being here. If you guys want to reach out to Will, you can find him on any social platform, obviously Facebook under Will Penny, P-E-N-N-E-Y. But I just you can also just check out, he's got some videos on social or true.com that break down more details on this. Thanks, Will. This is fun, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Have a good day, guys. Everybody's here live. Good to see you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.